Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Caleb from Colony House. Hello. What's up? How's it going? It is going good. Excited to talk to you because it's been a long time since I've seen you here in Madison. I know. I mean, honestly, I couldn't even tell you when the last time we would have seen each other. It's been a few years because I saw you with Switchfoot at the Sylvie back in 2019. Oh, boy. Yeah, then we were was supposed that it? to... Was that the last one? Yeah, because we were supposed to see you in 2020, but that tour got canceled because of COVID. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think y'all... Madison might have been the next show. Like, we played Minneapolis, and I think we were heading that way. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, it was right at the shutdown. I don't even know what to say at this point. The shutdown is like Lord Voldemort. You just... That which must not be named. <laughs> yeah, really. So you're currently out on the road with a little image. How is that going? It's awesome. We're about halfway, a little more than halfway through the Cannonballers tour. And yes, we have our friend Little Image opening up for us, who are like brothers to us. So it's honestly, when the tour started, we're like, this isn't really fair. Because usually you have to spend the first, you know, few weeks getting to know the opening band. And not the case for this tour. It's like immediately you're like diving in deep with the boys. And it's like, oh, man, this is going to be like summer camp <laughs> well, it seems or like winter guys, camp. Yeah. It seems like you guys really put a lot of thought into who you bring on the road with you. Yes, totally. And much to the dismay of maybe our booking agents and managers. But it's important for us. Ultimately, we want the people coming to a Colony House show to have an amazing night from beginning to end. So like politics and all the like industry stuff aside with like, oh, well, you should choose this opener because they've got really nice streaming numbers. Or you should choose this because they just got signed to a big label and they'll have, you know, whatever all those conversations are happening with the business people. Like, well, we should also have an opener that's awesome and good. And that way, when people come and see this show, they're inspired and they're like, wow, that was an incredible night through and through. And obviously for the road dynamics of being able to hang and like, we want people we get along with too out here. It just feels like we put a lot of thought into that. And, you know, with little image, it worked out because they're also crushing it. And a lot of those boxes were checked regardless, but yeah, we just, uh, we want it to be a, a wonderful night for, for anyone coming to one of these shows. And I think, we got that on this tour. That's quite the endorsement for Little Image. Oh, yeah. Mark my words. We'll probably be on tour with them again, but the roles will be reversed. Oh, wow. <laughs> Big what, words. <laughs> what are some of the bands that did that for you? Brought you out and made you feel like you were part of the show and that you were not just that you should be grateful to be with them, but that you were actually right. part of the experience from beginning to end? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, you mentioned Switchfoot already. Those guys feel like brothers to us, like big brothers, like just mentors. And we've respected them since we were kids. So that definitely felt the same way. And Judah and the Lion took us on tour a few years back. And before the tour even started, we were having, like, everyone would go over to Judah's house and he'd have cookout for all of us. And... We, you know, just like making sure that the dynamic was right before going on the road and being like, hey, we're about to live a lot of life together in kind of a weird, crazy way that is called touring. And 
and so there's yeah there's like a bond built before you even go out on the road i mean i honestly we've gotten so lucky pretty much every tour we've ever supported feels that way we kind of have a uh from a band just like our whenever we're supporting our position is like i usually try to call the band one of us you know and have a conversation like hey man uh listen we are a support band on your tour and that's exactly what we want to do we want to support this tour so tell me what the vision for the night is how can we support that how can we prop this up to be a huge success for you? You know, because people are coming because your name's on the top of the bill and we want to be a part of that. So I think we want to always play our role as well as we can, you know. I think that's great advice for any bands that are up and coming too, to make sure that you're proactive in your own success. Yeah, Absolutely. So we're missing you in Madison on this tour. Do you have any plans to do another tour that we might be able to be on later this year? Ooh, we're, uh, you know, we're, that's exactly kind of what we're figuring out right now is what's the, what's the fall look like. So TBD, not totally sure if we'll be in Madison later this year. I, I don't want to promise anything. I can't, but I have to imagine we'll be back in Madison at some point because we love it so. And there's some awesome venues up there. There's a great great scene to play music. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite things about Madison? Well, I have some fond memories. One time we were playing in Madison on the same day as Switchfoot. We were playing High Noon Saloon, and we were opening for a band called the Mowgli's. And Switchfoot was playing down the street at the feet, like a big theater. Mm-hmm. And... It was walking distance. I do remember that. And they came over for our set. Drew, formerly guitar player in Switchfoot, came over and he came and had a guest appearance on our set. He just walked in with his guitar and he played a song with us. Wow. And then walked back, played his show. And then after the show, John Foreman of Switchfoot was like, hey, I'm going to the cap- steps of the Capitol. And he's like, I'm going to do an after show. And uh, it'd be sweet if you guys joined. And so after our show and after their show, we all met on the steps of the Capitol building and a bunch of people came out after the Switchfoot show and we had a little riders round there on the steps of the Capitol building. So there's some just like, I mean, as a young band in that moment, that was before we ever toured with Switchfoot or anything. That was a huge, Mm -hmm. just an awesome moment for us. Um, And always has stamped Madison as like, man, I like this place. Good memories here. We've played some, like, I remember playing on the Only the Lonely Tour in Madison at a really small venue. It was the middle of winter, and it was, like, 10 degrees outside. It was crazy. And it was so cold outside, but there was not really a great green room situation, so you had to walk outside to get to the stage, and then the door pretty much opened to the back of the stage. And it was so packed in this tiny little room that as soon as we walked in from outside, like everything, all our instruments were like sweating because of the like oh, difference yeah. in temperature. Our guitar player's glasses just immediately fogged up. <laughs> you couldn't see. And it was like one of the best shows of that tour. It was epic. So yeah, I just have a lot of good memories. Ate some cheese curds, I'm sure. I'm glad you've had such like a on. magical time in Madison. <laughs> magical time in Madison sounds like a movie <laughs> yes yeah I'll start working on that 
Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just released your fourth full-length album, The Cannonballers, that came out last month. And you've said Tennessee was kind of the inspiration for the album. Yeah, I think that's exactly how it should be put. Kind of the inspiration for the album. For Blurb's sake, we say it's our love letter to Tennessee, because that sounds nice. But honestly... It's something we've never really leaned into as a band is the fact that we are all born and raised Tennessee boys. And there's like this inherent kind of inspiration in that, even though the sound of the band doesn't lean traditionally Tennessee in that we're more of an alt rock band than maybe a country band. But so much of the influence came from memories. You know, when the pandemic happened, it was the first time we had been home for an entire year since we started touring. So in 10 years, pretty much. And I think that just informed a lot of the lyrics, informed the, the sound even. Like it started making us think about, you know, past relationships and where we were currently at. And without getting all into the feels of the album, it just felt like ultimately this was inspired by being back home in, in Tennessee. And so there's some obvious reference in like, the opening song being called Landlocked Surf Rock, kind of calling out our self-described genre and talking about Nashville pretty much on the nose with that song to some more like hidden Easter eggs with Cannonballers being the single and the title track. That song kind of got its name from an old, <laughs> an old theme park ride called the Wabash Cannonball in Opryland that no longer exists, unfortunately. But, yeah, it's just kind of, there's fun little Tennessee Easter eggs woven throughout the whole album. So, in the bio, it says that Cannonballers was inspired by that roller coaster. The roller coaster <laughs> was named after a cursed train that transported yeah, yeah. hobos to the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is like the coolest, weirdest folklore ever. And I love it. At first, the song Cannonballers was just a really cool guitar riff. And then as uh, as the lyrics started coming together, I was like, it'd be fun to figure out Wabash and Cannonball are just really fun words to say. And so I started doing my research and was like, whoa, this, I knew the old, you know, the old country song that you know, Johnny Cash and Roy Acuff had, had sung called the Wabash Cannonball. And so I, and I knew it was a train and start looking at the history and it's like, yeah, it's the flying Dutchman of the hobo culture. <laughs> it's like when you hear the whistle blow, here comes the train to take you off into the afterlife. And there's something really spooky about that. And there's actually something really poignant about like kind of the idea of, you know, we tell stories to kind of like come to terms with what, you know, with life and our brief time here. And something about it got me thinking about the speed at which we all live our lives and how it does feel like a roller coaster so often and you know how it's it is fragile and it is brief and in a weird way we're all rushing our rushing our way through it and i think the pandemic exposed a little bit of that and so that's kind of where the formative that's where the lyric formed from that from that story and from that kind of those thoughts man that's wild <laughs> Right? I know. You could just think about a, a fond childhood memory riding a roller coaster, and then you go down the deep, dark trenches of being a weird songwriter.
<laughs> I mean, like if you look at other roller coaster names, I feel like most of them are just boring compared to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should. Uh, next album, we could just pick out roller coaster names and try to find <laughs> deep meaning in all of them. The yeah. Screaming Eagle. Next calling out song. I'll just go to Dollywood and name all all those roller coasters in our next album. That would be good. You should try to get a feature while you do that. Yeah, that's a great idea. That would be a dream feature for sure. Yeah. Can you tell me anything about Exist for Good? Yeah. I haven't gotten this question yet. That that makes me happy. Exist for Good is just something me and the boys started on our last tour, the Leave What's Lost Behind tour that didn't make it to Madison. Where, yeah, before each tour, we we kind of put our heads together and find a cause that we want to support on the road. And then we take it with us on tour and ask our friends and our fans to raise money for something like super specific. In the past, it's been refugee care, hurricane relief. And on this tour, right before the tour started, the, a series of earthquakes rocked Turkey and Syria. And we were, I mean, it was literally a week before the tour. And so exists for good. On this tour, the money that we're raising goes to earthquake relief. And so, yeah, we just are asking our friends to give five bucks a month to like help take care of the basic needs of earthquake victims, which is just, you know, supplying food and water and tents and blankets. And they set up like areas for children to like establish some kind of normalcy where there's activities for the kids and stuff like that. So. Yeah, just trying to do something like really little and simple, but if we can get a bunch of people on board, like could make a pretty big impact. So that's the heart of Exist for Good is just like we play music for two hours in a city every night and it's like, man, what an awesome thing we get to do. Wouldn't it be cool if the like good vibes, for lack of better words, were able to like go beyond these walls and that this could exist bigger than just a concert like we could do something that has lasting impact you know on someone that never saw it coming so that's exists for good the only way to participate with that is at your live shows at this point that's where i'm introducing it but it's i mean you can go to existsforgood.org and donate to the earthquake relief like with a click of a button so mm-hmm. anyone can participate it's a a young kind of new thing for the band. And so we kind of introduce it to our friends on tour, but yeah, you can go to existforgood.org and anyone can donate. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Yeah, same. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll see you in Madison this year. I'll pick up the phone and be like, Hey manager, we got to get back to Madison. (laughs) I've remembered all my fond memories. We got to get back. Yeah. We appreciate that. We're going to check out Cannonballers by Colony House right now on The Resistance.